For these past couple of weeks, I've been studying historical events that have affected African-American POC minority people directly, whether that was climate change or economical, social, racism, health. I just looked at history throughout. Oh, why is it that continuously for years and decades and centuries after centuries, minorities get the short end of the stick? Minorities are the most punished, are the most unliked, are the most overlooked. When you look at health care, there are literal textbooks out there in the world that say African-Americans do not feel pain. When you look at our prison system, damn near the entire populations of all prisons across the United States hold African-American people. African-American people and Mexican people, like I said, minorities and POCs, are the exact same people that are keeping our prison systems alive. Uh, while white Americans, if I remember, they hold up like 1% of our prison population while the rest of that prison system is filled with African-Americans, Hispanics, Pacific Islanders, and so on and so forth. And then I looked at how back when African-Americans was freed from slavery and they were promised an acre and a mule, and how a lot of African-Americans couldn't get that. And how also when slavery was over, African-Americans had to go to their back, right back to their masters for work because no one will hire them. Or in some places it was illegal for a black person to have a job, but you also had to have a job as African-American. So if you were not employed as African-American, you were put back into slavery. And to be honest, if you actually truly do a deep dive into American history and see exactly what is and not what America shows you, it gets tiresome of how one race, multiple POC minority races can be so torn down, so beaten up for the people that are going to listen to this and say, you make everything about black people. All right. Well, let me give you some news that does not involve an African-American person. During World War II, when the Japanese Americans were put into the internment camps and stuff like that, their property their money, everything Japanese people owned was seized. And they were told that when the war was over, their property would be turned back to them. There was a family that owned two ships for fishing. And that's how they made their profit. That's how they survived before World War II happened. When World War II happened, their ships were seized. Their money, their income jewelry, everything they ever owned was seized. When it was time for them to be free, when it was time for them to go back to their regular life, they went back 
to get those ships so they could continue working, so they continue their business. During World War II, we sold their stuff. So they had nothing to survive off of, to work on after they finished their entertainment. And this is why I always put into my videos POCs, minorities, because yes, it's not only black people. I only talk about black people because I'm fucking black. But this shit happens to anybody with any drop of fucking melanin in their skin. It's tiresome. Going back to the prison system. As I was reading up on prison reform and how we can change it, how we can make it better, I came across our death penalty laws and what states it was in, what states is in now. What does someone have to do to be on death penalty? And the sad fucking thing about it is there were more people murdered on death penalty that was innocent. Then there was that were guilty for their crimes from 1976 to 2022. The year we're currently in 1,552 people that were innocent were murdered on death penalty. Every single person that is on this list is a POC or a black person or a minority. Carlos DeLuna, Ruben Cantu, Larry Griffin, Joseph D. Dwell, David Spence, Leo Jones, Gary Graham, Claude Jones, Troy Davis, Lester Bauer, Richard Masterson, Robert Pruitt, and then in 2022, Nathan Woods. All these names that I just named to you, they were claimed to be innocent after the wrongful murder of them. Most of these cases were opened back up. And these men were found innocent. When you look at the organizations, there's one called the Innocence Project which I think there's one in the United States, there's one in Canada, and I think in Europe, if I'm mistaken. The Innocence Project and a couple of the organizations dedicate their lives to fighting for people on death row that are innocent. A lot of the times, by the time they get to these people that are on death row and are innocent, it's too late. The date for them to be executed is nearby, and in that short time span, it takes for them to fight for these people. They have to reopen the trials. They have to get a whole new jury. They have to get evidence. They have to find witnesses. They have to do everything. And by the time they get to that point, these people are already killed. That is how the prison system works. What makes me sick is for a lot of these cases, it was a white judge, a white lawyer, and a white jury. That put these people behind bars. For the cases that go all the way back to the 1960s and the 1940s. A black person couldn't even stand trial. It was illegal. And if you were black and if you even wanted to be in a courtroom. You had to stand in the back and you could not sit down. 
And so then I think about how many of those cases did those people say guilty because of the skin color of that person, not because of the true facts, not because of the true evidence, but because the person was black, because the person was a POC or a minority. What bothers me is the reason I'm making this video is because historically white people have put African-Americans POCs, minorities through so much turmoil, through so much pain, through so much stress, through so much hell. And when we crawl from the bottom of the barrel to prove that we were right and that we did nothing wrong, I've noticed century after centuries, white people never go to apologize they never go to be forgiving it's always oh, oh okay you proven you weren't a bad nigger you proven you weren't a bad black person let's move on while these african americans have to sit in the pain and the trauma and the stereotypes and the labels that were put onto them by these people what makes me so sick is that even the ones that are proven innocent, for example, Central Park Five, it was five black boys at the time that was accused of raping a woman. They were proven to all be innocent after years of serving in jail. And did you know, even after being released, even after having their name being cleared, People still saw them as rapists. People still saw them as boys going in a park and killing this innocent white woman. I started to read up on a lot of these cases that I'm telling you about of the men being in the death penalty. There was this guy, he was accused of killing a white girl. And of course, you know, they took him to jail and you know, went to trial and all that stuff, put him on death penalty. His family wrote to a lawyer in New York, told this lawyer about his case, about how he was accused of raping this white woman and killing her and how he was now sentenced to death row. The lawyer found this man's story so compelling. He drove all the way down to Alabama talk to the family, seeing what's going on, talk to the man himself. The family confessed that the man could have never did what the police said he did because the day that lady was murdered, the man and his entire family was having a family reunion. They were eating, they were at a barbecue, and they said he never left. That family reunion, 30, and I mean 30 of his family members took the stand to tell the judge he was there at that family reunion. And he never left. He never not once went missing. He never went to go get I He stayed there the entire time. He There's no way he could have murdered this woman. One white man that was supposedly this man's friend. 
he was a convicted felon. He was serving and was threatened that he was going to be put on the death penalty. The police literally told this white man that was a convicted felon that if you do not say he killed this white woman, you will go on death row with him. The next day, that white man made a statement saying that his friend killed that white woman in cold blood. Out of the 30 family members that said at the barbecue and never left the judge believed the one white man with a convicted felony the judge believed a person that was a criminal that had multiple charges against him instead of 30 black people that were innocent that never went to jail before that were law-abiding citizens and each and every single day when I tell you guys these stories, when other black people and POCs and minorities tell you these stories of how African-American and POCs are ostracized and oppressed. At this point in 2022, I feel like you just don't want to hear us to this day throughout centuries. Throughout decades, there is nowhere a black person can go and feel safe. That is the God honest truth. Growing, growing up, it was a blessing to make it home. It was a blessing to come home to your mother, to your father, to your siblings, to be able to watch TV to be able to lay in your own bed and feel safe and to mind your business and have a nice cooked meal on the table. That was a blessing. And throughout these past few years, it has shown on multiple occasions that you cannot be in your own home where warmth and family and love is provided. With a locked door and be certain that it won't be broken down. It has been shown within the last few years that our kids, our students, our babies can't even go to school where they can learn and be with their friends and have fun. Then the last year, you can't even go to the grocery store. Mind your business, get your errands done, and be safe. We love to scream progressiveness. We love to scream everything is better. It's not as hard as it used to be, and that is true. That is facts. But why is it that we have come so far in history and we are still so held back we like we love to scream like, yo, racism doesn't exist. It shouldn't exist. But then every Friday, there's a white person screaming at a black person, calling them a nigger and saying they need to go back to where they came from and calling them a monkey. 
It's like y'all words are not matching y'all actions. You're telling me it's gotten better throughout history and that we don't even see racism anymore. But you're calling the police on young 14-year-old black kids that are playing basketball because they're making too much noise. Or you're calling the police on little kids that have lemonade stands and they don't have permits. At the at this point in my life, what do you want me to call it? Because you get mad at me for calling it for what it is. And then you say it's not that, but your actions are telling me that it's exactly what it was. When us African-American and POC and minority people speak out on how we feel, how we are seen, how we're afraid, you, we are told to shut up. We are told that we're whining. We are told that we're dramatic. We are told to be overlooked and don't nobody listen to us. But when a white woman or a white person comes out and says, I feel afraid, I feel scared, I need help. I've seen damn near half of the fucking country drop everything to go to somebody they don't know that is white. I have seen millions and millions of black people post online. I need help. I can't pay my rent. I'm disabled. I'm this, 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 and this, and this. And they're labeled as scammers. They're labeled as lazy, don't want to work, ghetto, ratchet, because they ask for help. I've seen a white woman go online. I need help. I can't pay my rent. I'm disabled. And I've seen millions of people donate to her. Give her money. Give her enough money that she can buy a damn house. So if it's not racism, what is it? Every single day. And I know black people know what I'm saying when I say this. We are told from a young age, you have to work 20 times harder to just be half as good as a white person. You have to work a hundred times harder just to even get your name into the room. While somebody that is white has to be just subpar, just has to have a name, have a rich daddy or whatever. And they can surpass you within one year of what you're doing in five years. And I've seen this. Many other PLC and minorities have seen this with their own eyes. But you keep looking at us and saying that's not true and it's not fact when it is. So while we're stressing to get to the places we want to be and working 30 times harder every day to get to the places that we want to be. Yes, it gets tiresome. It gets exhausting. And when it comes time to when. We need to speak up or we want to say something. We are told to shut up and sit down and sit back. And if you say something, you will be discredited and you would not be heard and you would be blackballed for speaking the truth. But then you don't want to fight for us. You 
like or think it's okay to say the N-word in our face, behind our face, and you want to hang out and be in our culture, listen to our music, eat our food, date, fuck, love us. But when it's time for us to need your help, to need you to stand for us, you reside back within your skin, within your privilege, within what you know. I mean, so many of you come off as tone deaf, whether if you know it or not. Some of y'all genuinely don't know how you make us African-Americans feel unsafe, how we feel within our skin. Some of you purposely know and you still continue to do it. At this point in my life, I feel like it's just disgusting that you can see how we are treated in today's society, treated historically, and still wake up and want to continue what is going on. I think it's disgusting how black people are still being killed as of today for literally doing nothing. How POCs are still putting being put on a death penalty, put on death row, and they're innocent. You would think we, we would be so advanced within technology, within society, within ourselves, that we would know to dig deeper to find evidence. That we would know not to make things about race and not to make things to be emotional and to not profile. But for some reason, we still profile and we, you, I don't know. You, you would have just thought that the earth would have grown to a point where we can now live on an earth where we can fucking realize that African-Americans and POCs are not going anywhere. And that you might as well just live with us. Work with us. Because where exactly do you want us to go? Where exactly do you think we are just going to disappear to? It's sad. At this point, that the government had to make a special program just to control black people. That's crazy. It's to a point where it's we're such a threat for just existing and we're not doing anything. And we're the ones that pay for it. We're the ones that pay for it with PTSD and with low income families and with trauma. Because we're just not accepted. And y'all don't care. Y'all don't care if we feel accepted. Y'all don't care if we feel loved or seen. Y'all won't ever care. Or change your ways. Because if you were to change your ways, we wouldn't be having the murders that are happening in 2022.